Farmable as Guardians, more changes to the Red Star system on the way, and some amendments to some previous rumors all coming up on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update and casino. Tell them what to do, brother. Let's go squish it. Valley flying. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Valley Flying here. I am back. Welcome to the channel and your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. As usual, I am joined by my brother Casino. What's going on, man? What's going on? How are you doing? I don't even know anymore. I, 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 gotta, I gotta say, that is a very nice haircut you have. I thank you. It, it, I made it, the mistake of telling you I was getting a haircut. It is looking very nah. sweet, dude. Very, very sweet. Do I make you yeah. horny, baby? I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Oh. Anyway, hey, I uh, gotta gotta be good. a little bit of a shout out before we get to these news. You you got featured on the sh uh, strike time video. Congratulations, yes, my friend. Thank you. It's about time. Yes, yes. Uh, I guess the change to should you buy red stars uh, help that. Well, I know that that the they didn't want to put "Don't Buy Red Stars" in, so yeah, I think I think we got around that. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad uh, you changed the name and you got featured on that. Uh, it is about time, my friend. But uh, guys, uh, there's some ways to support the channel. Bluestacks is my preferred emulator of choice, and also some cool Valley merch. These things go on sale all the time, so make sure you check out the links down below. But first item on the news docket: Sif. To the war store, um, Farmable Asgardian's good, but Sif in uh, probably the least player-friendly place to, to be farmed. What are your thoughts on Sif getting added to the war store? Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's, I mean, the war store is a more efficient farm than on a node, so... Well, uh, here's my thing. Do you so the first time around, a lot of uh, free-to-play players were shut out of Black Bolt. What do you think this is going to do for free-to-play players trying to get Black Bolt on the second iteration? Do you think they're going to get shut out again and uh, no way to get him, or or do you think this is a viable method to farm, or or maybe they'll they'll introduce some shards, uh, maybe via Blitz or some some other method? I mean, they usually find some excuse to bring in some extra shards, like they've got the login calendar and stuff. So there will be some extra some extra methods and they, they intentionally try to get it. So like the average casual player is is almost at what they need and uh, is incentivized to maybe just buy that one offer that gets them there around that time. But again, I mean, we we've been running the numbers and assuming that you're just having average performance in Alliance War. Um, then yeah, you know, like most of the people in like just generally just being in the gold league, um, pretty much all those players, if they, you know, just get like an average, let, let's just assume like 40 kills in a war, which is not, you know, a perfect performance or anything yeah. like that. You're going to be able to farm slightly more Sif than you would someone from a node unless you were doing the 100 core refreshes of that node. But okay. if we assume that like they put her on a node instead and you would refresh the node twice a day, you're going to get more Sif this way. So the people are upset because they think that it's rarer. Uh, but really, a lot of the outrage is stemming from the late game players who have been spending all their war currency on the orange gear. And now they have to choose between Sif and the orange gear. Gotcha. Which, gotcha. You know, people always get mad when you bring in an element of resource management. 
You know, if it's like uh, you get you buy your entree and you get a free appetizer, there's always the people who are like, well, yeah, but I wanted two appetizers, <laughs> but I don't want to like buy another one. I just want both. Makes well, sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. I didn't, I didn't actually run the numbers. I saw there was a lot of people angry at Discord and it just kind of assumed, oh, yeah, it's going to be very hard to farm. But uh, yeah, if you run the numbers and it looks like it's a little more farmable than a campaign node, that is uh, that's yeah. a good thing. But for me, this actually brought out an issue. We talked about this a little more at length uh, last week about these shell alliances and uh, just the currency going on in war. Um, one, one, one suggestion I heard was not just uh, adjusting the rewards per tier, but basing the the um, the season ranking rewards based on the tier. So so tying that to that, uh, do you think this would be an effective solution for shell alliances? Yeah, assuming, I mean, this is what we talked about last week. I yeah. said, essentially, as long as the league rewards were a bigger incentive, you know, people are shelling because they don't care about the league rewards. So yeah. if the league rewards mattered, but like we want to be careful of is not taking away the rewards, yeah. like keeping that, keeping that reward structure as it is. But yeah, just, just making it so that, uh, you know, you're getting better rewards for staying in your alliance and progressing. Yeah, I've seen that as a bunch of suggestions. People uh, maybe tying uh, the length of time you stay to Alliance. But my, my pushback on that was there, there's legitimate reasons that people leave an Alliance and uh, you're kind of punishment, punishing those people. But, uh, you know, I, I know you mentioned the, the gold season rewards. I mean, the, the gold, the tier rewards, but the season rewards are what they're shelling for, right? So if you, if, if you yeah. tied the, the your tier, like gold one, gold two, whatever it is, uh, to the season rewards, I, I think that would be a kind of a compromise because I was looking at, after you said that, I was looking at all the rewards. I'm like, there's not a big gap between each of the tiers. For right, but that's, but that's what they need to fix. Make, like it, I, make I, it a bigger gap. Make it a much bigger gap because it takes forever. It, so it's it not, you know what I mean? Like if you look at how minimal those improvements and rewards are, and then you look at like, Best case scenario, if you're like the rank one alliance, you do that in like six months. It's not it's not remotely rewarding. But what you don't want to do, and like there's there's ways they could do it. But basically, if they if they move some of the season rewards over to the league, people who aren't at the appropriate league won't be able to get the same rewards. They used to like you don't want anyone in a situation where they're getting worse rewards. Yeah. That's the situation to avoid. You could do that by making the season rewards exactly the same tied to your league, but um, at the at the low end, like like the absolute bottom rewards be equal to what they get now. But then it, you'd have to get really crazy to make them significantly better with each league and go all the way up. It would get crazy. Yeah. So I think you I think you leave those where they are and you just make the individual tiers better. Um, and they could also uh, you know just reward for like a. I don't want to say like a win spree, but just like for for maintaining a a, a certain average. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many good solutions, and I hopefully uh, they'll implement a lot of these. I know uh, in that strike time episode, they were targeting April, mid-April, late April for a lot of the changes. So hopefully within the next month or so, we'll see changes to these shelling alliances and some other things that we're going to discuss, uh, some some of which we discussed last week and we have a little more information on, so we, we might discuss them again. I was gonna, it's one of the major things they need to fix. Like I yeah. Shelling is... I'm, I'm sure I already ticked off some people 
people by saying that I'm not particularly upset about SIF being in the war store, but I am upset about all the shelling that's going on. It's not fun if you're going up against these alliances. And yeah. uh, it's it's one of the main things FoxX really needs to fix because they, they've started making a lot of things revolve around Alliance War. And if Alliance War is just an unfun stomp where you can't even hope to be competitive, you know, what are they doing? They're just they're just forcing people to have a bad time, and it's totally avoidable. Yeah, it's it's already tough with the matchups with four different time zones to try to find somebody in that that is reasonable along with that. But when you add shelling into that too, it just it just makes the matchups just not fun. Uh, so yeah, that that was that was that was one of the big things I saw with Sif going to the war store, but. Uh, we we got another Asgardian that became farmable, uh, or not became farmable, but we got noticed that she will become farmable in a certain way. Hella coming to the mm-hmm. villains campaign, and it, it sounded like she was the end part of that villains campaign. Uh, what do you think of this move? And do you, do you think any of this was tied to Tadano Mac Japan's uh, selection of Hella as the hundred shard character? I mean, it's possible, but unlikely. I mean, they they knew they had to make the Asgardians farmable before the next Black Bolt event. Yeah. So it's possible that they originally wanted like uh, Hela in the War Store and Sif on a note or something. But you know, beyond that, I, I don't think there's a significant yeah. difference here. And the, the other thing is, they try to put a valuable character. Like if you look, the last character in a campaign uh, for the newer ones. Uh, so I'm mainly looking at like. When they it did the new Mystic chapter, Mystic yeah. 3-9, they put Vision. They try to put a really good character at the very, very end as your incentive to go all the way to the end. Yeah. So I don't think people would have been as excited for Sif like they would just right around the Black Bolt event. But Hela is just awesome all the time. And even if you're not going to get 7-star Black Bolt, you still want 7-star Hela. So Hela is a great cap reward for like hey if you get all the way through the new villains mm, campaign mm, I, I didn't, think, I didn't think of it that way i didn't think of it that way the, the last character uh, giving incentive to go all the way through but it, yeah. it does make sense so maybe maybe she was originally planned for villains all the time and uh this that'd be my guess rewards uh were just uh just icing on top of the or, cake or maybe she's not even at the end maybe she's like villains you know the, the third note and ghost riders all the way at the end who knows yeah, i mean it, it, it sounded like she was at the end but it, they didn't say for sure so yeah exactly it, it i'm assuming she is we saw this in a data mine last week and i guess it is confirmed now uh, a couple things about his kit. I think a lot of people thought that what was data mined about Red Skull's kit was going to be in the game. Uh, it is It is looking like the kit that was data mined is the kit that is coming for Red Skull based on this in-game message from a few days ago. And Hail Hydra Blitz confirmed. It is not just a data mine anymore. He is going to be a Blitz release character. Uh, what is your reaction to this now that it is official? Um, I mean, this is kind of what we were expecting all along. Like, uh, Red Skull had had a Blitz data mined a little while back. Uh, I, I think it might have even been in a previous patch. I'm not sure why people doubted the kit. Like, the kit was implemented in this patch, and he was announced as a featured character for this patch. So they would have had to have hotfixed the game to change his kit, uh, which, you know, it wouldn't really make sense to do. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I think his kit's reasonable. He's strong in a single game mode. He's not unbeatable. It wouldn't be the first time they made a, an a Alliance Ward defense that's really tough to beat. So, yeah, I think it's good. Um, and I think that they were planning, I, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think they were planning on doing Ironheart as a Blitz too. And so I think the reason that Ironheart got pushed back more than anything was Blob has to be a Blitz 
Red Skull has to be a blitz. They didn't want to also make Ironheart a blitz. You know, it just would have gotten crazy. They've, so they've I think done they that before. They've had like three or four new characters released in a row before. And it's just. Oh. Yes, they, they've. Yes, they have. But they at least that time they had like one as a blitz release while the other was like in blitz milestones. But at least it wasn't just a blitz release, a blitz release, a blitz release. And they, they might have done it once before, but they they try not to. They try to have a varied release. Most most patches, they'll have like two blitz release characters. But three is, is pretty excessive. Again, someone being blitz milestones is like, mm, that's on the cusp. But at least it's not. Because if you think about it, every blitz release has to run for two weeks. Yeah. And the average patch length is like six weeks. It's like five to six weeks. So it would just have to be like day one blitz so that you could go two weeks and then another blitz that lasts two weeks and then another blitz that lasts two weeks and then another patch. Yeah. So they try not to do too many blitz releases for obvious reasons. Um, and I think their schedules all jumbled up. We'll talk about this more uh, towards the end of this, but I, I've been trying to make sense of like what their schedule has to look like. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense to me. And the fact that they're throwing in like filler backdated characters that were designed a while ago that they're just getting around to. I, I think their their schedules all over the place right now. But so what I think has happened is they they've they've had stuff that they had to keep pushing back and pushing back and pushing back, but they're going to run into not one but two hard deadlines. The game's one year anniversary is coming up and the Black Widow movie is coming out. And I think that both of those things have like hard deadlines around them that yeah. now everything Everything either has to get like pushed so far back that it goes all the way behind all of that, or it gets like rushed out right up before it so that it's done. And so yeah, I, I think they're between the sale and anything in the production schedule that they changed around as a result of the boycott and everything else that's been going on. Uh, yeah, I think they're just <laughs> I think they're they're struggling right now. Makes sense. Sounds very logical. Uh, one final question before we move on from Red Skull. Uh, Blitz. We don't even have Blobs Blitz yet. I'm assuming those scores will be at an all-time high. What are you expecting for Red Skull, considering that he seems like he's very dominant in only one game mode instead of a universal-type character? I mean, he's still going to be good in other game modes. He won't be incredible, but so the first thing is, like, you know, he's a single character that you can go hard for his Blitz or wail out for him a little bit, and all the rest of the members of his team are easy to get. So it's really like you just need him and then you can put a team together. Yeah. So, you know, getting a whole team for the price of one character, so to speak, I think people will go for. And he's pretty popular. Um, so, yeah, I imagine that his scores will be pretty high. And uh, again, you know, if, if nothing else, like just once you have Red Skull, now that team should be very reliably able to win in like tier eight of Blitz. So with the blog post and the strike time episode, we also got a uh, word of an event coming. This this is probably one of the better legendary characters at this point. Invisible Woman coming back. Now, uh, I, I know a lot of people, including myself, uh, were using her very often in Ultima 7. Uh, she, I see her a lot on arena defense. Uh, plus, she really makes that uh, Fantastic Four team a viable team. Uh, what, what, uh, how hard should people get going for these Sinister Six members if they don't already have uh, Invisible Woman unlocked or start pushing for that next star level? Um, I have mixed feelings on this. I mean, I, I think she's one of the best legendaries, hands down. Like, she's absolutely incredible. The multi-turn offense down to all enemies in addition to a giant barrier. Like, as soon as she uses that one ability, it's so much protection. It's it's really, really good. Um, 
And then, you know, her special two turns of defense up is also really, really good. She brings the Fantastic Four team online in a big way, um, and they become just one of the most formidable Alliance War offense teams with Namor. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I think it makes sense to go hard for her, but... I, I felt the, the butt coming. I felt the butt coming. <laughs> you felt the butt, did you? I did. Um, that's fun out of context. Do I um, make you horny, baby? Oh, I can't this. <laughs> sorry, right, sorry. Uh, Distraction. No. It's, it's all right. Uh, she's it, it, oddly non-essential. Like, I, uh, she, she did great for me in the challenges. She's an excellent, like, backup raid character. Like, if I have someone die in Ultima 7 rather than revive them, a lot of times just bring her in and she'll... She's an excellent pinch hitter. Um, but like the Sinister Six are very non-essential except for her event. So powering up the Sinister Six, like they're a functional Alliance War offense team, but they're they're not really great for anything. Like, it, you know, you just need them good enough to unlock her and you don't really need them for anything else. So that's a little bit wasteful, so to say. Um, again, no, it's it's never wasteful to power anyone up, but in terms yeah. of like higher priorities, you'll get better return at, at present powering up other teams. And then the Fantastic Four, again, like they, the Fantastic Four are one of my favorite war teams, but outside of war, I don't really use them. Again, I, I had a lot of success with Sue and Johnny um, and with Sue solo in several of the challenges. Mm -hmm. So she's, she's a great character. She's a huge asset to any Ultima 7 team and she's, she's way worth getting. But uh, if you have limited resources and you're, you know, you're having to choose between legendaries, um, I think you can get away with having either her or Shuri, uh, not necessarily having to have both. Obviously, it's better to have both. But hey, but the good thing about Sinister Six, you get two for one with them. Yes, that is true. That's you, very true. And that, that gave them value. Them. Yes. Right. So, so, so maybe maybe just putting some stars on them, not necessarily gearing them up, leveling them up, just getting the stars so you can unlock those two yep. legendary characters is primarily yep. the value of that team. Yep, it's worth. But it's, I will say this, with the Fantastic Four, I super heavily invested in my Fantastic Four, mm -hmm. not because I was like, oh, they, they're so unbelievably good as an Alliance War offense team that they, I should put all the resources in. Like, don't get me wrong, they're an incredible Alliance War offense team, but... Yeah. They, they seem to me like the team that is just one patch away from jumping back in the spotlight. Like we got them with Namor as the fifth, but they were advertised as a versatile team. Yeah. And Namor making them war specific, like they, they are a very well-rounded team. So th this is old news, so to speak. It's not really news, but like this is something that people have been saying for a long time. But sooner or later, we're going to have to get silver surfer sooner or later we're gonna have to get dr doom i mean he already has a model in the game so it's just kind of an assumption that those characters will be a fifth on fantastic four we don't know that but it, it kind of makes sense i mean that's been you know, a rumor. that's having... been the rumors for a long time you know nothing official right but i think speculation's it, yeah. been out there and it just makes sense like rather than just always have namor as the unofficial fifth like if you're going to advertise them as a versatile team having different fits that equip them for different game modes. And we're seeing them go in that direction. Like with the X-Men, the rumored beast kit that we saw in the data mine starts to suggest like, hey, there's certain characters you can swap in and out if you're trying to turn them into a raid team. Yeah. So 
I think they're going in that direction. So the the single biggest reason I can come up with for like heavily investing in Fantastic Four is we're probably going to get more members of that team eventually. And if they release like Doctor Doom and he makes that team just like crazy in arena all of a sudden, yeah. you're going to want the team behind him good to go. And even if you end up running a hybrid, Sue is like pretty much a guaranteed one of the characters that you're not going to drop. And I use Sue every day in, in arena currently um, in almost all my matchups. So Offen- she's, off- she's offensively, because I don't see her on your defensive team. Yeah, offensively. Okay. <laughs> great character. I, I like her and uh, possibilities, possibilities in the future. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. Looks like those milestones are oh, going yeah. away very, very soon, unfortunately. And they said they're returning in the near future. No, no date yet. What do you What do you think of uh, this release method? I, 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 I don't. I, I'm hearing that there, it's going to be back three times. Uh, I, I thought it only said two times, but uh, what? How? How? What? What are your thoughts on this? Well, they they originally said that it'll be back two more times for a total of three times. Two more times. So that okay, might maybe be. That's why I'm going to yes. confused. Gotcha. Two additional times for a total of three. Okay. And I think that's where the confusion is coming from. Um, I mean, I, I'm annoyed. He's an incredibly, incredibly good character. He's just a, a insanely good solo character. So we got a lot of grief for having Spider-Man in God tier for a while now on the tier list streams. Uh-huh. And with this most recent one, we downgraded him to Demigod, but like the base Spider-Man has normally, like there's been a case for him being God tier this entire time. And I I agree now he does belong in Demigod, but he's still like such a top tier character. And if you look at his kit, Symbiote Spider-Man gave him the everything you can do, I can do better. (laughs) And just one-upped him everywhere. Um, Yeah, just better sustain, way more debuffs, more control, just, just awesome. Um, so I'm sad to see that he's going away. I'm glad that he'll be coming back, but it seems weird to have that intermission. I don't know. I don't yes. know what this means. I yes. wanted to keep farming him. I'm going to fall just short of six star and there's really nothing Ooh. I can do about it. Even if, <laughs> even if I just, well, I, I got the, the offers, uh, to start with. So that made it easier, but yeah, even if I just like fully wail out and go crazy until his milestones go away, I'll be just short of six star. So yeah. I don't know. I, I hope he comes back real soon because he's really, really good. I'm probably going to end up using him uh, in in the city lane of Dark Dimension 3 whenever I do that. So, All right, prediction time. When do you think it's coming back? Two weeks, three weeks, month, more than a month? Um, I'm going to guess a patch, just okay. round number. Okay. All right, so also mentioned in the Strike Time episode was some red star revamp and they gave a timeline on us they, they didn't uh, give specifics on what other changes they were bringing i know a previous blog post they mentioned the the scaling of the red stars trying to make change of this but they gave a timeline uh by april i think they said mid-april or late april for all of these changes to be in effect uh what are you looking forward to what do you what do you think is going to happen with uh, some of these red star changes that uh, they've been kind of talking about well, so they the, the timeline is actually not new news. And in, in the very first blog that they made um, saying that they were going to make Red Star changes, they said by the end of April. Okay. So that that we knew as far as uh, what changes. So uh, the first thing is they're giving us more promotion credits. Like they're trying to find ways to put more promotion credits in. So they put promotion credits in the daily objectives. They said they want to put promotion credits in the uh, the alliance donation. Um you know what I'm talking about? And I, I could some of these I could be getting confused for uh, the Elite Four credits, but they're 
They're, they're, while while so, not identical. So the so the elite four credits are in the challenges, and then those right. promotion credits are from uh, are the daily achievements that you get for donating to your alliance. Right. So, the, so those are the two things that we have right now that they right, have right, added right. since then. Yep. So they added promotion credits in the daily objectives. They they added more elite four credits, and then they also added more elite four credits in a roundabout way by changing the drop rates. When they changed the drop rates of red stars, now that we get more three stars, if you don't have a lot of characters at at least three red star, then you're going to be filling out your roster much quicker. But once you're to the point where most characters are three star, now you're getting a lot more 400 batches of those elite four credits. So more elite four credits as well, which you can exchange for promotion credits. Probably shouldn't, but which you can. And so all of this is essentially... Uh, allowing people a to just get more higher red star characters faster and then with the promotion credits and also the change to like the dark dimension three rewards they're obviously shifting towards giving players more control of how they are you know leveling up their characters basically giving them the the option to level up who they want yeah. in terms of red stars which is really really good um then uh what else uh oh they're they're changing the the power curve of red stars which is something that from the day they announced this feature i've been scratching my head at why it wasn't already like this um so that's good uh it's it's more or less going to resemble exactly a graph that i drew like as soon as they released the feature i was like why does your power curve graph look like this when it should look like this so good i think they're getting on the right track there the the one thing that they haven't addressed that they've said they want to keep an eye on and that they they're looking to make changes but they don't want to promise the changes are going to happen yet because no decisions have been made are the dupe rates in my opinion like doing wrong it's still not perfect we would love it if there was just almost no rng involved and if we could all just get everyone to hire red stars much quicker but i think what they're doing is pretty reasonable um it's just the dupe rates the dupe rates are atrocious so uh, in, certain in dupe rates, you're talking about the 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 credits that you get when you get a duplicate red star from an orb yes uh, again I, I had someone contact me the other day uh they got a seven red star duplicate from a normal orb which i don't even want to get started on that yeah. the, the odds of that happening are astronomical but this is just like the most extreme way to illustrate how unreasonable these are uh, and this person doesn't have like tons of seven red stars. They have like a couple. So yeah. it's just really bad luck that they duped one. But anything you dupe from a normal red star orb gives you elite four credits. No matter what, it only sweet, ever gives elite four. Sweet. So awesome. this person got two and a half full elite four orbs for their seven dupe. And then opened, because since it was only two and a half, they could only open two. They opened two elite fours and both of those were dupes. Oh, so so awesome. they pulled a seven yeah. and and ended up with like a fifth of an elite five. Uh, yes. So that, that is something that, that they should address. Uh, oh, one, yeah. one thing I, that uh, I, I think it was mentioned last week, cause I got a question about it on the mailbag show, the exchange rate in the store, that 300 silver oh, yeah. credits for that five star upgrade. Uh, it just seems super ridiculous, yeah. especially if they're adjusting the power curve this time what do you think a failure amount would that be for what do you think a fair amount for that would be i, I can't even say the question but i think it, I, you know what i mean not any more than 100 yeah no no more than 100 is is ridiculous yeah. just it, and it's because of the rates at, at which the the things can be traded in for them like it's pretty crazy like an elite four uh, i think it's a thousand elite four credits gets you one 
And then uh, I think it's uh, a thousand elite five credits gets you five. I'm pretty sure it might not, it might be 500. I think it's if it's not a thousand gets you five, it's 500 gets you five. But either I, I way, I don't remember off the top of my head, but the five is a decent exchange rate. Those fours are just bad. well, no, the five is, is an all right exchange rate, but elite fives are hard to come by. And, you know, to be like, oh, now I can take someone to two red star, three red yeah. star. Uh, it's not good. Um, and then uh, the sixes are the only one that's actually good. 500 elite sixes gets you 50. So you can just get a four, a four red star of your choice. Like that one's kind of reasonable. Like I'll, I'll give up my chances toward a random six for guaranteed four. But yeah, to to essentially give up three fifths of a random six for a guaranteed five with the current power curve just makes no sense to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I hate I, I hate that that pricing so that three hundred. So all of, that, all of that needs to be changed. And hopefully uh, it's something that we'll see in April. All these things uh, addressed. All right. So other thing that they talked about in this Strike Time episode is the Valiant Orb is going away to be replaced by gold promotion credits. And uh, one thing that you mentioned, and I, I'm starting to see this as well. When you have a character right now at six uh, red stars, you're, you're getting nothing there. So instead of instead of showing six characters in that store, you'll see five or four or three if you have a lot of these characters. My my record is two. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so uh, currently, uh, you, you can't even upgrade a character to seven red stars in the in the store with your uh, with gold promotion credits. Uh, so I, I was like, I, this I don't like this change because you can't really uh, upgrade a character to uh, a character that you select you would already have to have them at six to get them up to seven i, I was thinking that i would like the uh, valiant orb but according to this in-game mail that we just got it looks like uh, you're gonna be able to select that and i, I i'm not sure well, if that's in addition to the 600 promotion credits that you're already getting in that right. or, or no 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 yeah no let me back up so what they're what they're saying i i, I can explain exactly what you're saying what, what they're saying is they're giving you enough silver promotion credits and enough gold promotion credits that you if you want can take anyone from zero red stars up to seven if you want to you'll be able to you'll have enough to do that it, it probably won't make one sense time. to do that well if you want to take one character all the way from zero to seven okay. but here's the the thing so this is based on not uh, technically super official information, mm -hmm. but uh, so as you said, right now there's no way to take someone from six to seven in the elite store. Yeah, but uh, obviously they're going to put it in. So I had someone write in a support and be like, "How many gold promo credits to take someone from six oh, to seven? This was a question. This was a question I had at the end of that. Video. I I will send you supports screenshotted uh -oh. answer. <laughs> they said it's going to take fifty. Hmm. So that means they're giving you 50. Now again, support sometimes just makes stuff up. So it is entirely possible that this person either A was just like, just tell them 50, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or uh, not that I think they did that. Or that, you know, three months ago, someone wrote down for them that it's 50 and it got changed last week and they had no idea. So subject to change, but support said 50. Separately, I asked someone and that person who I asked said, I think it's 50, 
but I'm not 100% sure. Let me go double check and I'll get back to you. And then they did not. But so, so far, two people have said 50. If they are giving us 50 gold promo credits, you can use that to take someone from six to seven, or you can use that to take 10 characters from five to six. That that seems like the better value to me, especially if they're ramping it up like uh, like they showed in that blog post. It seems like a much better value to me also, and that hurts my soul because I want a goddamn seven. <laughs> and I'll have to be smart about it and get ten rescue? sixes instead. Rescue? I mean, I'll take a rescue over nothing. Now that we ditched I, I, the value. I would, I would too. So... I, I I I see what you're doing. They're giving us more selection. At least now you can take any one person you want to seven red star, and you can make sure it's someone you're going to get great value out of. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like a mixed bag. I, I guess we get we're getting the selection, but we're also um, not not fully able to get a character from zero to seven uh, without spending these promotion credits that I guess we were getting anyway. So Right, yeah, yeah. we were getting the promotion credits anyway. So it's, it, again, if, if you just like got a random seven for someone that you had at like three, then you, the Valiant Orb would have technically been a better value. Yeah. But it's it's the typical Fox Next trade of like, well, you can have something that's objectively worth more, but random, or you can choose, but now your choices are limited but the other thing is like they're just giving you the currency you can sit on the currency until and i know that's like a big until like oh until i get someone i'm waiting for to six red oh yeah i'll just wait around till uh 2025 for that to happen like i i get it but you know if you're like it's a kind of steep price we'll see let me give it three months you never know you might get high red stars on a new character so it's I, I don't see it as that big of a nerf. They they could equalize it by being like, we're going to give you a few more silver promotion credits too, but... I, I, think, I, I, will, I think that would be the right thing to do. To be able to take I wouldn't be mad. from 0 to 7, but uh, we'll, we'll see. So hopefully some of these changes that we mentioned earlier with Red Stars are also going into effect, and it it, uh, it will seem like a very, very positive experience for this whole thing. All right, now you mentioned this a little earlier. Ironheart got pushed back. We also got notice in this Strike Time episode that the raid difficulty selector being pushed back. Uh, I, I personally didn't have too much of a problem with this. I did see some comments that I do want to talk about a little later, but uh, any, any problem with these uh, being pushed back? No, I, I would have liked the raid difficulty selector. I just think the sooner that gets you, the better. But it's not, you know, it's not urgent. Again, I'm, I'm having fun with the game. Uh, if there's one thing in particular that I get, you know, the most complaints about in the comments, it's that I'm enjoying the game. People hate when you enjoy the game. Uh, some people anyway. Most people are pretty cool about it, but plenty of people are like, how can you be enjoying the game when they're obviously taking advantage of us? They clearly hate their players, you know? So those are the people I just try to tune out anyway. Like, if you want to be mad and tell people I should be having fun, you go do that. But I've been enjoying the game, so when I see stuff like, oh, sometime soon we're getting a fix that's going to make the game even better, awesome. I'm not the type to be like, what the heck? That should have been here already. You said it would be here. Now we got to wait. Like, have you seen anybody? Have you seen anybody complaining about these? I mean, the Ironheart will get to, but the raid difficulty selector. Have you seen any big pushback because this was uh, pushed further back in the timeline? I see people complain about absolutely everything. All right, <laughs> absolutely everything. It's there has not been a significant. I guess I'm not going to read it as often as you are. 
I do make that mistake sometimes. Um, uh, Ironheart. I, I personally, I didn't uh, see any big issue with that. But one thing that I did see in the comments of, uh, why didn't they change the speed of War Machine when oh, Ironheart yeah. was definitely pushed back? So I did want to talk to you about that because... Uh, the team sometimes doesn't work how it should. War Machine's uh, big AOE comes a little sooner than uh, it, it used to, and that kind of screws things up because he's not going before Vision anymore. And may, I haven't paid attention too much to the speed of Ironheart, so maybe that'll work out then. But what are you seeing as far as this, this War Machine AOE attack? So, yeah, I, I can clarify this. Um, so... Uh, all right, let's start from the top. The, okay. the changes to War Machine were obviously done, like that went in when this patch launched. And when this patch launched, they assumed Ironheart was coming. So, you know, what are they going to do? Like, like, all right, we're going to undo the War Machine changes, then put them back in next patch. Like, no, just it's it's done. Uh, they obviously thought they were going to release Ironheart this patch. Like, they they gave us yeah. footage of her. Um, they they enabled her on the test server. Like, you can start recording footage with her. So. I, I don't think that they ever considered that they would have to push Ironheart back. I agree. I, I don't think it was a malicious thing that they did that no, for. But definitely uh, not. What, what do you think about the way this team works? Right. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. The way this team works, in most matchups, they work better. There are a handful of matchups where overall their total AoE wombo combo got a 10% damage reduction. And that's what people are noticing. There are a, a small handful of matchups where their AOE wombo combo suffered 10% damage overall. And the, the reason for that is uh, War Machine used to go after Vision. So if the enemy had defense up, Vision would clear the defense up, then War Machine would go with his offense up. However, uh, the, the reason they made the change the way they did is when Ironheart gets in, Ironheart is gonna go before War Machine and she's going to put defense down and defense down on the enemies with defense up will be the same as if they don't have anything. Yeah. And that's the same state vision would have left them in. However, because they'll have the defense up buff, even though they'll also have defense down, Falcon will do more damage. Yeah. So Falcon does a bit more damage as a result of them having the defense up. And then Iron Man just straight up got buffed. They just gave Iron Man like 20% more damage and then he gets offense up, so it ends up being about 30% more damage. So Iron Man always does more. So in any matchup where War Machine isn't hitting into defense ups, they're just doing more damage, period. Like the team's just better. Uh, the small handful of matchups where they do slightly less, the main one people are looking at are the Asgardians. And... Power Armor, although Power Armor can beat the Asgardians, the whole point of Ironheart, uh, it seems to me anyway, was that like she was supposed to be the piece of that puzzle that cements that team is like being able to take on the Asgardians. But outside of the Asgardians, they tend to function the same against like all the same teams that I use Power Armor against, they're just better against. Like I use them against a bunch of different Ultron teams. They are fine for that. Um, I use them against... BKT teams all the time. They're good for that. Um, various teams. I Sometimes if the enemy has like a really, really massive defender team, they're fine for that. So they still do their job. It's it's not a massive damage nerf. And again, I, I don't think that they, they even realize, like I don't think it was like, let's sabotage the team with vision on it. Because again, more often than not, they're better. So... 
I, 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 think that, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because there were some matchups. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not good. They have defense up and some others. And I think a lot of that comes from war and depending what room you're in. Uh, but I don't think it's cost me a match. I think I still ended up winning anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of times I don't even notice the difference in speed because he's he's not hitting his defense up. So it, it right. does depend on the matchup and what war room you're attacking. Yeah, they still work. And like I said, I don't think it's cost me any matchups personally. Um, blitz changes. This is this is a big uh, what are the low quality time a big source of low quality time and I, I I like the change that we saw in that strike time episode being able to scroll through your save squads I think that is a good uh, change to this mode but uh, I mean we talked about it last week as well save squads is the big thing uh, and they talked about more changes the blitz coming and I think they also got that April time frame in there as well. What do you think that they're going to be able to fix uh, the save squad issues by April, or is it just some other changes like this to blitz mode that we should be expecting? Well, I told you, I, I've been getting mixed answers regarding why we don't have more save squads, and I actually so uh, in the and, and the YouTube video for this should be up very very shortly. But I had Cerebro stop by the stream uh, for about two hours uh, last Friday. And one of the things I asked him was like, can you give any more detail on like what the holdup is with save squads? And I felt bad because I, I basically ambushed him with a few questions that like he was just there for a roster review. <laughs> and we, it was even going to be like pre-recorded, not not even done live. And he was like, we can do it live. And I'm like, OK, knowing full well, like people are going to ask you questions and you're, <laughs> you're going to have to answer them. Um, good luck. But uh, so, yeah, so we did it, and and that was one of the questions was, like, what's what's the holdup with save squads? And he didn't really get into it. He was like, I can explain to you what the tech holdup is, but it, it wouldn't change, you know, it, it's not like this is going to be something you're going to be able to solve. And if I explain what the, you know, technical challenge is, then it becomes like, oh, well, let me see your code. Let me see if I can fix it. Like, it's just, he was like, all you need to know is we're all over it. We understand it keeps coming up. We understand it's a big deal. I keep bringing it up. And we're we're doing what we can to get you more save squads sooner. I would love a real answer on this one because they don't really monetize save squads. So I don't really understand. Like I said, I, I also much previously heard, and again, this may or may not be true, but I'd previously heard like, oh, it has to do with like how much uh, uh, space they they pay for for like data hosting. They'd have to host more data to give everyone more save squads. But even that, like, it seems like it, right. It seems like data you could store locally. Yeah. And it wouldn't be an issue, so Start I don't. On my phone, change change I the whole save squad system. Just just take that out, put it in a new one, and save it on my phone. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's I, I again, I, I feel kind of in the dark here. Um, and I told you last week, like my best guess is that it's really only affecting people because if you think about it, uh, and don't get me wrong, like everyone would like more save squads, but if you if you assume you're using them all for unique teams, you've got twenty, so that's what a uh, hundred characters. So. Only people with more than 20 unique teams are actually using the save squads. And so, again, my guess is that for a lot of early and mid-game players, they don't need them all. And I, again, that, that's the only thing that makes sense to me is if it's a really late-game player problem where it's actually like, well, only well, really a minority of people well, are dealing with it. You're going to need different squads in different game modes. Like, I use right. different squads in Blitz. I use different squads right. in War. I use different right. squads in raid so even if i didn't have that full maxed out roster I, I would still need more than the save squads that i have so 
I don't think right. it's just a late game play. I think maybe as as you start to enter mid game, start using different teams for different modes, that that's when you start to run into this problem. So that's that's what I think too. But okay. you know, it's it that I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the uh, roster views that I do, just in just in building, I don't know. Like on average, when I build people blitz teams, like the average mid game player has got like twelve blitz teams, and then. Some of their war attack teams are the same. There's different. And then there's raid teams. Like, I, I don't think it's crazy that people couldn't. Like, like I'm sure most people could fill the 20. Yeah. But I don't know how many people are like, oh, I absolutely need more. I'm bursting the seams. I think everyone would like more. I don't think there's anyone who would have an issue with it. And I I see this as like, I can't, I can't come up with a good reason why it hasn't been addressed. And whatever major hurdle is preventing them from dealing with it now it is a problem that is guaranteed to only get worse yeah there's there's no reprieve coming you're just putting more characters in the game so whatever is if it's any kind of like a ah, well we'll deal with that when we get there like it's not like a if we get there you know so it's yeah. it's a when. i don't know it's a when it's a when. so so this was more about the blitz changes and i i agree with you i'm very happy about that change to blitz but yeah, to me that it almost seemed like like now you can it's use all your saved squads. They well, well no, I mean that that is a major quality of life change to Blitz. Hands down, that's just way better. Like the most to irritating blitz, part of to blitz, to blitz, yeah, to Blitz, yeah. Yeah, the most irritating part of, of Blitz for most people was actually the all the wasted time hand selecting characters and and switching and all that lag time. Like this is just infinitely better. But it sh it put a major spotlight on so about those saved squads that we can now use more conveniently. <laughs> it just seems like a weird thing to add this in and then be like, we're still working on the saved squads though. Like, yeah, that was, what? That was my initial thought. I'm like, this is cool, but what about the the saved squads behind yeah, that yeah, that yeah. change? It's still it's yeah. still exactly the same. So yeah, this relies on a system that you need to improve. Yeah. Um, and and it's just like we've seen them do it before. It was you know, it wasn't long ago. They're like everyone's getting more safe squads, and everyone went woohoo. And then they have not done that since. Like, what was the downside? It's there's no way it's like requiring like tons and tons of engineering time or crazy resources. Know. You know, the tinfoil hat theory out there is that the people that made the safe squads are gone, and it's all spaghetti code, and no one really knows how to figure out how to. Dude, so just so, remake it. That's, that's my thing. Take it out. Put in something new that we can sort us locally on our phones and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think uh, they they will need to solve this uh, sometime in the near future. Um, yep. This is one of the other things I I don't let up. Anytime I talk to them, you know, I'll tag on. Even if we're talking about something unrelated, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the, the art asset for the video. Also, any update on safe squats? So one thing that they did mention in this strike time video that I was really, really excited about was the real time PVP, because I'm thinking we, we could do some matches. We could do some matches with OMG, other content creators, and uh, maybe even some other cool different type of things uh, with a lot of the community. So what are your thoughts on this real time PVP? Because this is one thing that uh, I really like was not a mixed bag. I think this is a total positive thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love PVP. I come from a PVP background. Like before this, I was a full-time League of Legends streamer and that game is like all PVP. Um, before that, I was playing a lot of MMOs and my favorite aspect of that was the PVP. Mm. So yeah, I love PVP. I could not be more excited for this feature. Um, 
as for uh, how it's going to be, uh, we've we've gotten like some some teases about how it's going to be. Like they showed a, a picture with like a pick ban phase, um, which I, I hope that's optional. I don't know if we're going to be able to to opt into pick ban or not. But obviously, for for certain content, it'll be good to have. But yeah, you know. I was I was assuming that was more like, hey, I'm gonna challenge you. You don't get to use these players, and it's it's just between the two players that do that. But I, yeah. I'm I'm not sure how the final iteration is gonna be. Yeah, no, no, that is it, it. It would be between the two okay. players, and and I mean the workaround would be if it was like a hey, you can use whoever you want, gloves are off, then you know just ban like I'm banning Night Nurse, Bullseye, Ravager, Boomer, whatever. Uh, like, okay, that's, you, th- you think that's that you have to ban certain players? That's what I mean. I hope I hope uh, pick okay. ban is optional. Okay. I hope there's a toggle for for you know challenge. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, basically just vote pick ban. Um, but so there's that, uh, and then so some some other things we've heard. I know that they, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how much of this I can or can't share. I wasn't told to to not share any of this, so I apologize for putting information out that I'm not supposed to. But I'm I'm always of the belief I'm always of the belief that the players should have uh, info as early as possible. All right. <laughs> so. Um, I was approached about uh, testing it, and I believe uh, again, no concrete date, but I believe they're aiming to start uh, doing like some outside play testing uh, around the end of March. I okay. think is what they're aiming for. Nice. I'm not sure what that says about a release. My my guess would be if the play testing is well received, that it would release around 4.0.0, which would be like the end of April. Again, that's purely my speculation. There's, yeah. there's no in, date in the on time video, They didn't even give it an exact date, but they were shooting for not this next patch, 310, the, the patch after that, whether that be 311 right. or 4.0 or whatever, but it's, it's got the, the following patch is what they're shooting for. It's got to be 4.0.0. And, and that's the, they, they've done this where they, they bring in a big new game mode to usher in a, uh, a new iteration of the game. Yeah. So like yeah, war, no, it, like war with 3.0. So for, it yep. would make sense. 4.0 with uh, real time PvP. Black PvP. Yeah. Yep. So I, I was also approached, and again, these things are uh, very subject to change. I don't know how how serious this was, but um, and you'd mentioned it too. Apparently, Cerebro expressed some interest in wanting to do like live PvP tournaments. Um, so I got asked if be, be super fun. So I was asked if I uh, would would potentially be interested in like hosting a live PvP tournament, which of course I would. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, he, he also mentioned like the possibility of maybe like prizes provided by Marvel or something like that. So that would be, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Again, none of these things are cemented, but it's promising. Sounds ideas, awesome. ideas floating around at this time. So, yeah. Yes. And, and one thing I want to call attention to, and again, I, I don't know what the finished product looks like. Um, but there was one, one aspect of live PVP that was discussed. And the, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the player base will agree with me. Um, so I just want to put it out there and see what, what you guys think. But uh, so as I understand it, they're looking at uh, just, a, just a normal PVP mode, just you know your roster versus whoever you challenge's roster, whatever characters you got, those are the characters you use. But then for people who may want to PVP, but uh, like, like if some of you listening want to, challenge me but i have crazy red stars on characters and it just wouldn't be fair uh they were looking at a mode that mostly equalizes the characters so that it's more fair and again i i don't remember the specifics but it was something along the lines of like it would bring everyone on everyone's roster up to like at least five red star some okay. something around there but it it was basically like you know so so no character is too weak to be used mm. which i don't think is a 
bad idea, but... I, I, I think, I think uh, that's good for newer players. So you could challenge your friends that just started playing the game. I, I think that would be nice to give them at least into competition, right? Right, right. My, my advice wasn't like, oh, scrap that feature. Like, no, it's, it's definitely not a bad thing. However, that is not the same as an all things equal mode, um, which couldn't be too hard. Nice. If, if okay. my, my personal preference is even if they keep that, that mode, like the catch up mode, there should just be, you know, whether it's like all characters maxed or just all characters defaulted to seven gold, four red, seven, 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 five abilities, whatever it is. But there should be, in my opinion, one mode where if two people want to challenge each other, all the characters involved are identical and there's no there's no oh you only beat me because you had that t4 ability and i didn't like or you got lucky should... with red stars and i haven't pulled right. any good red stars. right no fair you have a seven red star of that character yeah. and i don't yeah. it's the only reason you beat me now now that said like there there's just still gonna be instances like in, in like a defender versus defender matchup all things equal there's still gonna be like that oh you your Iron Fist passive proc every time, and mine only proc a single time. You you got lucky. That's why you beat me. But at least then, like that's the the only variable. And so that you can just do like, all right, well we'll just go ten times, and we'll see if we both make all the perfect decisions ten times in a row. And it's yeah. it's less of a an in game in match RNG. So that was my my personal feedback. Was I think they absolutely have to have a one hundred percent all things equal mode. Um, which I, I don't, would agree. I, don't think- I would agree because that that opens up so many more possibilities to a wider community, especially newer players being able to compete with someone that's playing for three years. You know, I I, I totally agree with you. But uh, guys, I guess uh, since it's since it's still being discussed, uh, let us know in the comments. Let the devs know as well. Let, let them know what you think of uh, the totally equalizing roster. Mm, for that not trying to create a storm on Reddit, uh, disclosing information. I. I'm gonna guess I wasn't supposed to. I don't know, but uh, just because it's an unreleased feature, I I wouldn't want them to to release it and then have it be missing uh, what I think most of the community would probably want. So I could be wrong. Maybe it's just me who wants that, but I have a suspicion. I think it sounds very logical. I, I, I would want that as well. Quick note: upcoming blitzes. We know about Drax Blob is coming. Um, how hard should people be pushing for Blob? Uh. I mean, it depends on uh, how their Brotherhood is looking, but uh, Blob is an awesome character. He does lots of damage, takes hits well. He's mostly a stat stick. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the Brotherhood's awesome. So, yeah, you, like, there's nothing to lose, right? It's Blitz. Like, don't don't sell your house for the extra Blitz recharges to max out Blob, but uh, within reason. He's a new character. You never know when he's going to show up next. Like, if you don't get a bunch of Blob shards now... It could be six months before you can, and then maybe at that point he'll go to the war store or something. Like oh. who knows? So that's just fun. You can just trigger people saying the phrase "war store." Uh. But uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, cool. yeah, I mean, go for Blob. There's you got nothing to lose. I gotta um, say, I was I was very impressed with him at the low three star level, and he how well he fit into that team. That is uh, so underpowered. So. Uh, I, I will be going hard for Blob. Um, predictions. We got a couple things coming up. St. Patrick's Day. They did something little last year for St. Patrick's Day. But two-year anniversary of this game's global launch is also coming up. Do you have any predictions on what you think uh, will happen? I, I don't think it was a big deal last year. But we also didn't have Cerebro last year. So what, what do you think is going to happen this year? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty unpredictable. They... Uh... 
they, they tend to do most holidays, but then they'll do some random ones. Like, I don't know if I was expecting them to do something for like Chinese New Year. And then I think they did. Um, but for, for most U.S. based holidays, they they pretty much do something for every holiday. So I'm sure they'll be doing some some green or St. Patrick's Day thing. But uh, more importantly, like you mentioned, the last anniversary celebration was very underwhelming. I don't even remember what happened for it. That's how underwhelming it was. I, I think they had, well, I, I know they made a big deal about their anniversary offers, which were not that good. Um, but I, I want to say that they had like, it might not have been a legacy orb, but it was some kind of like anniversary orb, which was all right, but it gave like small amounts of shards. I don't know. All it right, it, it did not leave Cerebra, a lasting. We have Cerebro this year. What do you expect? Are you expecting something similar this year or something much more substantial? I mean, I it's it will be hard for it to be less memorable. So <laughs> gotcha, I don't know. Gotcha. I just I just like like they just did like a gold calendar recently, and that was pretty generous. Doing like the hundred hella shards for someone else beating Dark Dimension three, and now everyone gets a hundred hella shards. Like that's pretty reasonable. So if they're like, oh, someone else beat Dark Dimension three, everyone gets a hundred hella. And also, happy two year anniversary! Everyone gets twenty five k gold. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> You know, they'll just be shooting themselves in the foot. So I I hope it's better. Like I've, I, in other games, the anniversary celebrations are often like pretty, pretty awesome. So it's actually pretty big. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> Cerebro gives his input and they actually listen to uh, what he says about this. Uh, interesting thing that I do want to bring up here. You brought it to attention. Uh, Black Widow trailer just came out. Uh, there was mention of Taskmaster. We saw a little more of the Red Guardian. We saw a little more of the other Black Widow, which I can't remember her name off the top. Yelena. Yelena. Okay. Um, you. So this is the, normally they have tie-ins with movies, uh, but we we also have been talking about some rumors, and I think some of the the timing of all this stuff uh, may be thrown off because of the one year anniversary, because of the Black Widow movie coming out. Um, what what uh, what what kind of updates are you hearing about any rumors because of this and uh, maybe maybe revising some rumors that uh, were previously talked about? Yeah, I've heard I've heard all sorts of stuff, and I, I, again, I don't know how much of it is true. Um, some some other people have been discussing a possible Avengers rework, and I I've not heard anything concrete about an Avengers rework. I at one point someone mentioned hearing something about an Avengers rework, and then someone else had told me they thought an Avengers rework was being pushed back. I have no idea if that was ever planned. I think they're going to have to make changes to Black Widow, and changes to Black Widow automatically is sort of an Avengers rework. Yeah. So. That's my guess, uh, is that they would be making changes to Black Widow, and and while they were looking at her, they might as well make some changes to the Avengers. So, I don't know. There's that, but just trying to get it all straight. Uh, I was under the impression so so many of the characters that I've been teasing uh, for the last few weeks on this uh, this uh, series, I have been under the impression are coming with 4.0.0, but I was under the impression that 4.0.0 was next yes. because it made sense for 4.0.0 to hit at the two year anniversary, which would be March 28th will officially be two years that this game has been live. Yes. And they said 3.310 coming out. Yes. Not 4.0 in that uh, strike time episode. So right. Some of the things a little, little seemed a little different at this point. 
Right. So now we're getting a 310. So the question is what's going in 310 and what's being held for 4.0. So it's possible a bunch of the characters that I've been teasing under the impression that they were coming next patch are actually coming in 4.0 instead. Okay. I I don't know. Um, but what, what further makes this uh, tricky is, again, I, I think that they had intentionally chosen certain characters for 4.0.0 that they knew were like popular and exciting. But now... Generally speaking, 4.0 is going to hit like right around Black Widow release, and they always do movie tie-ins. They've they've not missed a single movie tie-in, so I assume that we'll get a couple Black Widow movie characters. Whether it's, I feel like it's got to be Taskmaster, and then maybe Red Guardian, maybe Yelena, the other Black Widow. Who knows? Maybe they'll do like a, a white suit Black Widow as a separate character, like. Could be anything. I've not actually heard any concrete rumors pertaining to that, but I don't know that we need to. Like they just they always do something with a movie tie-in. So that's kind of assumed for end of April, which means what's going on at the end of March. It's possible that the characters they had planned for 4.0 will go there. Um, We've had some other characters just kind of lingering. Like Beast has just kind of been in the no man's land that Red Skull just recently escaped from. Um, Ironheart. Ironheart Ironheart got moved back. So I don't, you know, I was under the impression we were getting a full team, uh, or at least most of a full team, with uh, what I'd heard for 4.0, which it doesn't look like we would get in 310 on top of, uh, at a minimum, Ironheart, like that, you know, at a minimum, that's too many characters. So I have no idea what's actually going on right now. I'm not sure. Maybe the teases are more for 4.1 and some big question marks in 310 and 4.0. Yeah, I well, 4.0. Oh, well, maybe, I, yeah, like you said, that it, it lines up with a movie time. I, yeah, so, I don't think they so. have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think Marvel's going to make them do Black Widow stuff then. The question is what's going to go before and what's going to go after? Are they going to do some super exciting stuff rushed before, or are they going to put out more stuff they've had on the back burner for a while and then push all the rest of the stuff till after? So I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I would love to know after the fact. I'm doing a, a Q&A with a senior game designer. Um uh friday actually this friday at 2 p.m pacific time i'll do it on youtube live um not sure how many questions i can ask about uh the, the production schedule but i'm i'm gonna see if i can at least get like a i'm oh, sure you can ask him i'm not sure how many will be answered though right right well I, i'm gonna ask something along the lines of like so have, uh, have, have some plans uh, gotten rearranged uh maybe maybe the schedule got got swapped around a little bit perhaps because that's how it's starting to seem to me just based on the the types of rumors and stuff that i've been hearing but i okay. you know I don't know. All right. Well, uh, yes. All, all all rumors. Always all just rumors, guys. So you, you mentioned a little earlier you had Cerebro on, and you, I, I think you also said you did a roster review on uh, with Cerebro. Um, any any big surprises with Cerebro's roster? Um. Well, I think many people will be surprised by his roster. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, you know he, he doesn't have a, a crazy roster, and he. He is clearly experiencing a lot of these same uh, challenges that that many players are. Um, he definitely needs gold. Uh, uh, he has a lot of characters that he could promote, but he just hasn't because it saves gold. He has some teams, uh, like strong teams with with uh, members that are difficult to farm. So like he has like what would be a good supernatural team, but then he doesn't have high stars on Elsa or Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that, I and, and I think that's real. right. Well, so I, I think that's good. I think he, he does a good job uh, where he's at with uh, his account. 
um, experiencing what what a good portion of the player base experience when they play. And uh, and I you know I was pressing them for like oh what what team are you using here how how you uh, doing this you know what what do you run here you know just seeing like how, how much does he really know about what's going on and he he knew what was going on he he didn't uh, he didn't say anything that indicated to me like this guy barely picks up his phone. Uh, no, he he knew. Actually, it, it made me think like, wow, he spends a lot of time playing the game, probably more than he should. Um, but uh, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. I didn't catch the live stream, so very curious to see what uh, is going to happen with that video. And uh, of course, guys, put put that date for uh, the senior game design or live stream, the Q and A uh, coming up this Friday. Uh, you said two p.m. Pacific. Two p.m. That- Pacific time, gotcha. live on YouTube. Cool. Well, I will uh, definitely uh, try to stick around for that. And if I can't catch it live, I'm definitely going to catch the replay because I want to see what happens with all that stuff. Uh, anything else you want to talk about or promote before uh, we sign off here? Uh, not offhand. I, I got a lot going on. Just keeping on my YouTube channel. I've been doing more YouTube lately. Um, so yeah, youtube.com slash casino as seen in strike time. Woo, so, baby. Uh, yes. And the links are down below, guys. And I want to thank you guys once again for watching this video. Uh, if you guys liked it, we do this every week. We, we are very close to coming up on our one year anniversary for uh, this uh, weekly news update and still looking for some uh, interesting suggestions of what we can do. So if you have any ideas, uh, let us know in the comments and uh, we will decide on one uh, coming up in the next few weeks here. So uh let us know let us know and if you like this video obviously subscribe to the channel smash on that like button share this with all of your friends guys and uh check out some of the links down below they do support the channel and uh, make sure you check out casino uh make sure you check me out on social media as well guys and give me a hulk fist bump baby belly flying out